This episode, vegan chocolate chip cookies. Plus our biggest contest yet. We're giving away four Cuisinart 17-inch non-stick silicon-handled lipped baking sheets. I want one. And you two, have one. <laughs> two lucky people are going to get to win two of these sheets. Just listen all the way to the end to hear how to win. But first, our standard intro. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f***ing made that. Okay, so these are vegan chocolate chip cookies, and I want to say how this recipe came about because I ask for it. When, whenever we travel, we, you know, drive around or, I don't know, we're on book tour or even just on vacation, and inevitably we run into, I don't know, some grocery store, and I look around for a little snack for the car, and I'm always attracted to those vegan chocolate chip cookies that exist. You've probably seen them. Yeah, they're all individually wrapped, right. Yep, and I'm always attracted to them, and I get them, and I get them to the car, and they are... Gross. Well, they're soft, and it's what uh, gives it's what gives vegan baking a uh, bad name. They're so soft. They are, and they're so gummy, and they uh, I can't stand that. So Mark stuff. said to me in the car one day, "Can't you come up with a vegan cookie that's actually crisp and crunchy, yeah, like yeah. a real cookie?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I decided to start playing around, and you know, if I'm going to get rid of the the eggs, and yeah, actually, getting rid of the butter is easy because there's all sorts of fats you can use instead of butter, but getting Getting rid of the eggs was really interesting because I have to add protein and I have to add something to sort of hold it all together. And what I decided to do for protein was to try tahini, you know, the ground sesame paste. And then I put some oats in it for texture and some maple syrup. Mm. And it, it actually was such an amazing mm. combination. This is one of my favorite recipes. And it mm. pisses me off that when I tell people these are vegan cookies, their first instinct is, ew, disgusting. So... <laughs> I'm not sure we can use that word in this podcast. It is a clean podcast, but okay. When we wrote this recipe, this was several years ago, and we wrote it for our book, The Ultimate Chocolate Cookie Book. Cookie Book. Did you know we have a chocolate cookie book? Well, we do. Anyway, we wrote it for that, and um, this was before the advent of really great High options. end, yeah. Before high end shortening options, the, you know the the non hydrogenated stuff. Yeah. So all there really was was margarine back then, and we said to grease the cooking sheet with margarine, and we, and used, we put margarine in the cookies. Right, now I will make it like with non hydrogenated shortening. It's so much of a better choice to use. So you know what? Let's get cooking. And and by the way, there's no need to write this recipe down. It it's out on our website, bruceandmark.com, and so you can uh, just get it there. Okay, the first thing I've done to make these cookies is I got my oven heating to 350 degrees. And what else? And I've got my baking sheets out here, and I have lined them with silicon. Right. And Sometimes I use parchment paper, but this is silicon because I'm out of parchment paper. What's the difference? Well, they're both easy, non-stick. And when you say silicon, you mean a silicon baking yeah, mat? Yeah, a silpat, basically. Not, a silpat. You, didn't, you didn't get a big industrial canister of silicone. <laughs> 
spray your baking Because when we're not baking, we do breast implant surgeries no. on the side. Uh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so, no, it's just a silicone baking mat. And those are actually so slippery that cookies tend to spread a little more on those than they do on parchment. And in these, I don't mind. So you know, it's the, okay. And the older I get, the less I, the, as a man, the older I get, the less I need breast augmentation. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. So anyway, um, we start by mixing the dry ingredients together. And the dry ingredients for this are two cups of flour, all-purpose flour, just standard all-purpose flour, a cup of rolled oats. Don't use quick cooking and don't use steel cut. And don't use flavored. Oh, good God. No. <laughs> just regular rolled oats and a teaspoon of baking soda and a teaspoon of salt. And I mix all that together. And so, Chef, why am I mixing the dry ingredients together? So separately? that your salt and your baking soda is evenly distributed with the flour so you don't have one cookie with, like, all the salt and one... One cookie with all the baking soda, and they okay. all get a nice, even amount. I'm going to quibble, because just to say, I'm just going to lay this out on the table. We are currently writing a book all about sheet cakes and slab pies, and it is currently what we're doing. And we're testing hundreds of recipes. Gosh, Bruce we're, is yes, testing. We're testing. Yes, we're Bruce testing. is testing, and I'm writing hundreds of recipes for sheet cakes and slab pies. Anyway... The other day, we were having a back and forth about a cake in the kitchen, and he didn't mix his dry ingredients together first, but just dumped them with the leavening and everything into the batter. And so we kind of had a mm, domestic quibble about it. So I'm going to quibble now. So you say we have to do this, but why here and not there? Well, because first of all, you complain about how many bowls there always are to wash, so there's one less bowl. But you can only do that if you have a very, very wet batter. And that particular cake... only do what? You can only dump your leavening and your salt directly in without pre-mixing it into the flour first if you have a very wet batter Got it. because then as I whisk it in or let the electric mixer whisk it in and beat it in it's going to get so well blended in the wet batter but you can't do it if it's a very very thick batter or a cookie dough because you're never going to evenly blend it in that so you must pre-blend it with your flour so I guess it's time to get the mixer running so in this mixer I am beating three quarters of a cup of shortening with half a cup of tahini and I'm going to pour in one cup of sugar and half a cup of maple syrup and one tablespoon vanilla extract. And I'm going to let all that cream together and become thick and rich and luscious. And you notice he said I'm doing it because he's doing it and not me, which is reversed from how we usually are. Because honestly, we've both made these cookies so many times, right? Mark doesn't need to learn how to make them. <laughs> Well, he told me he was just going to supervise. Yeah, no, I. Oh, that's nice. I love supervising. Uh, I should say something about maple syrup. I mean, we live in New England, where maple syrup springs from the trees. Um, about this time of year, well, it's a little late. If you're listening to this in February, right. yes. <laughs> if you're listening to this in August, it's not springing from the trees. No, and, and it's definitely not springing from the trees in October when everyone outside of New England somehow thinks we're all making maple syrup. That's because the maple trees are so beautiful <laughs> and they turn colors, but that's not when they no, give no. up their sap for the syrup. That's no. in that's in late winter. Yeah, and it's running. It's probably over by this point where we live. And uh, maple syrup comes in various grades, and the grades are dependent on various state agencies or, in Canada, Canada's agency. And they're graded from 1, 2, 3, A, B, C, etc., light amber, dark amber. Basically, for baking, we prefer grade 2 
grade B. B. Grade B. Two or it's B. It's very, very dark and very intensely flavored. Love and it. It's much better for baking. In fact, I've actually gotten to where I prefer it on pancakes. I just don't actually like grade one or a light amber syrup. It's just too fine. Oh, that fancy me. syrup? It's just, it's like, there's no flavor to it. It's I know. just like corn syrup. It's, and, and, you know, I basically think when you make a waffle, the whole point is to put enough syrup on your plate so the waffle sets sail across the syrup. So I want a lot of flavor on my plate. Okay, so, so back look to at this. Look at this batter. It's getting really thick and smooth. It's really nice. So yep. I'm going to stop this, and now we're going to dump in all those dry ingredients that you whisked together earlier. Okay. And we're going to stir that in, and now I'm going to add in three cups of chocolate chips, and I'm using bittersweet. Wow, three you, cups. I think there should be just enough cookie dough to hold the chocolate chips and together. And that's more than those standard 12-ounce bags, three Yeah, those cups. standard 12-ounce bags usually give you about two, so I'm using about one and a half of those bags. So I'm going to roll uh, rounded tablespoons of this dough into balls, and I'm going to set them on the prepared sheets, and I'm going to press them down a little bit so they're not completely round on top. They're a little flattened on top, maybe right. down to about a half an inch thick. And while you carry on doing that, I'll just say that we are going to bake these for about 12 minutes, 14 minutes. It kind of depends on the moisture, kind of the flour. And the, the, and the longer you bake them, the crunchier they'll be. Right. And you want them firm, set, lightly brown. Take the tray out of the oven. Let them cool on the tray a minute or two and then transfer them to a wire rack to cool completely. And believe me, they will be crunchy as you're going to see next when we head into... Tasting and judgment. Okay, so I'm really not being judged because I didn't make these today. No, but we are tasting. Um, we <laughs> are tasting. Oh, my God. This is why I'm getting close to my... Uh, Goal of Homer Simpson, gain 600 pounds so I can go on disability. <laughs> we are not vegans. Um, we don't even pretend to be vegans. Um, I, I think that in this life, I might be a weekday vegetarian, but not a weekend vegetarian. But we're not any way of vegans. But honestly, don't tell people if you make these cookies that they're vegan. People just no. back up and freak out. And they think you've done something to the cookies. They think there's like tofu in them or something. <laughs> don't don't tell anyone. They are so crunchy. Whenever we, uh, mm. when oh Mark and gosh. I often have a booth at our local farmer's market where we're selling our cookbooks. And I always have these cookies out. And I'm like, you buy a book, get a cookie. And then people hear they're vegan and they don't even want to buy a book. So I stopped saying they're vegan. And now I just say, get one of these crunchy maple tahini oat chocolate yeah, chip cookies. We should have just called them maple tahini oat cookies and never said a word about being vegan. These are honestly fantastic. And I can tell you that they freeze beautifully. Once they're cool, you drop them in a bag and seal them and put them in the freezer. And they are delicious straight out of the freezer. I should know. Oh, yeah. I've raided that they're bag good. in the freezer many a night. Um, but then you can just thaw them out if you want. I, honestly, they, these things are the bomb. They are really good. So let me ask you, did you learn anything today? No, I learned that I love vegan cookies, even though I am not a vegan. This recipe for vegan chocolate chip cookies, or now we're going to call them tahini maple oat <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, is from our book, The Ultimate Chocolate Cookie Book, available wherever fine books are sold or online. Right, and the recipe is also on our website, bruceandmark.com. That's all written out, Bruce and Mark. And that's where you have to go to win two Cuisinart baking sheets. Just go to our website and leave a comment anywhere. 
and leave your name and email so that we can get in touch with you when you win. I should say that I, since I, again, monitor the site, I will remove your email from the site. I only use it to get in touch with you. Um, we have to make sure all the entries are in by March 31st, 2016. That's the end of March. And we will only ship these lovely baking sheets to the lower 48 states. Sorry if you're listening to us in Canada or Alaska or Hawaii. Sorry, but these things are hefty, right? Say they're really, the they're really heavy. These are solid, solid, heavy, um, large baking sheets. And so Cuisinart generously gave us four, so we're going to give two to two different people who win. So and just leave your name and email address on our website, yep. rusamark.com. On any post there, Mark will find it. And that's it. Are we done? Well, almost. These are vegan chocolate chip cookies. No, they're tahini oat maple chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Great. We've made them time and time again. And I've never told the carnivores the truth about them. <laughs>